0: listening to the heritage film club podcast show it's three lads chatting about a movie that one of them forced the others to watch if you're looking for an in-depth analysis of your favorite movies boy have you come to the wrong place
1: my fancy british accent is as smart as this show will ever sound these guys barely know what they're talking about it's time to sit back relax and enjoy welcome to the club now here are your hosts mike brian and Clayton.
2: off, i would like to thank elijah wood Not Sean Astin though, screw him.
0: I feel like like that now we're recording and we're starting the first dialogue on this record will be Elijah Wood. People are really going to think we like Elijah Wood. So I would (laughs) like to say that if you follow us on Twitter or Instagram, can you just tag bomb (laughs)
2: Elijah Wood
0: and maybe we can get him on the show?
2: Wouldn't that be awesome? Even if he just sort of calls in just to tell us to stop. Yeah, that'd be great. Just a two minute clip. He can leave a
0: voice message on our Anchor site, anchor.fm slash heritagefilmpod And tell us to Shut the F up
2: You'll be hearing from my lawyers
0: Yeah Is he on Cameo? Oh, you want to just pay $400 or something for him no, to record it something? No, would it, it wouldn't be $400, sure. No, it'd be more No If WWE superstars are $400 He's more legit than that Okay, I'm going to go have a look cloud up
2: Okay, see this is US or 400 New Zealand? US Yoinks Yes
0: So, anyway, Clayton's already off doing his Googling, so that's really good. Um, Alright, so that's a good conversational lead-in. So, welcome to episode 5 of the Heritage Film Club. Today we're going to discuss Shaun of the Dead, and we have our first guest ever. I say that like we've been going for years, Um, but our buddy Darren is joining us. He chose Shaun of the Dead. Welcome.
1: Hi. Sorry, I'm just eating.
0: And, of course, we've got Brian and Clayton, as always. Hi. Hello. And I'm Mike, so nothing's changed. So, I'm going to start with a summary this time, we're going to do it properly. Um, right, so as I said, we're talking about Shaun of the Dead, 2004, directed by Edgar Wright. Uh, this movie had a budget of $6.1 million and grossed $30 million. So it did pretty alright for itself. Uh, stars Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, Kate Ashfield, Lucy Davis, Dylan Moran, Bill Nighy, Peter Serafinovich, and Penelope Wilton. So it's got a pretty good
1: British cast
0: there. And Rotten Tomatoes, do you want to have a guess? Audience or critic score this time? Which I is high. I would say
1: critic score is pretty low, and audience score would be pretty good. Yeah, I reckon critics in the middle,
2: audience high. Audience highest yeah okay so you
1: all think
0: critics are going to be pretty low to middle what are you thinking like 50s or under
2: i reckon maybe 60s mid 60s perhaps yeah i'd agree with that mid 60s
0: well i'll tell you who won't agree with that the critics critics gave it a 92
1: wow holy moly
0: and audience 93 so it's actually not very dissimilar to eternal sunshine which was also just one apart i think okay Okay. That was two weeks ago. My old membrane can't can't think back that far. I'm surprised,
2: so, but I'm happy it's that
0: high. Yeah. It was, um, well, it's a good movie. Well, that, well, there you go. Let's do our quick round table. <laughs> I liked it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I liked it. So uh, we'll start with our guest, Darren.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I I liked it enough to choose it for this podcast. So I'm a, I'm a yes.
0: Brian? Oh,
2: no, hang on. Oh,
0: good. Right, Sick.
1: good. wait, wait. Brian, <laughs> well, Brian as well.
0: Well, like movies.
2: Why am I on this thing?
0: <laughs> and Clayton? Yeah, I enjoyed it, eh? Okay. Well then, it uh, looks like we can easily say four thumbs up. This time we don't have to wait till the end. That's a surprise, because all the little chats I've been having with Brian during the week have been being led to think that he's going to reverse his decision <laughs> and come out all negative about this movie. That's, That's really because you've know like me Brian for 20 at all.
2: years and you don't know me at all. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm basically just stringing you along between movies every single time. Yeah, you could just be lying. Yeah. It's possible, yes.
0: It is possible. Yeah. Okay, so Darren, we'll start with you because you're the guest. So, why did you choose it?
1: Uh, I've just had a lot of fond memories of Shaun of the Dead. Um, I lived in the UK from 2004 to 2007. Um... And yeah, just, uh, I sort of hadn't, I watched it about 2005, I think it was. And yeah, it was just basically kind of like looking at my own life at that time. (laughs) Just um, having sort of nothing going on but going to the pub and yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was just brilliant. It basically looked like where I lived, looked exactly like the pub I used to go to um, and just hellishly funny. Hellishly Mm -hmm. funny, Although, although I've never seen Spaced still still
0: now you still haven't seen it
1: I still haven't seen it oh, it's I'm worth a watch
0: watching it. definitely worth a watch mm. has anyone actually seen Sp- I know Clayton probably hasn't
2: but Brian have you seen Spaced no I never have um, okay. I'm not sure why I used to get like SFX magazine and they were going on about Spaced all the time and I, ne- I never caught it um, so I probably should I guess it is good it'd be interesting to watch it now
0: again because I haven't watched it for a few years to see if it still holds up Especially compared to this. Obviously, this is a much bigger platform for them.
2: Questions? Darren, yes. Darren, which character were you? If it reminded you of your life, which character were you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who do you relate to?
0: <laughs>
2: have, a, have a guess. Yeah, my, okay. I'm going to say my
0: guess, but then it would just sound mean if I say my guess. So. Well, we're probably guessing the same thing, if I'm going to be honest. <laughs> yeah. It's Ed, right?
1: You're going to say. It's and I, and, I, and I am offenders. Well, that... but,
0: but was it right?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Yeah, and I guess also,
0: on that point, you were probably about the same age as the characters are supposed to be, so would have been relatable that way as well, I guess.
1: Yeah, they were 29 in that movie. Mm. Yeah, so I was twenty. I was 25. Yeah, close enough. Uh, close enough, yeah. Mm. And Brian? Okay. It took me
2: two watches to figure out why I liked it, which is going to sound really strange. Um, I watched it through the first time, which was the second time for me because I had seen it previously. And I thought that was really good and really funny and then I couldn't think of anything to say about it which I think I messaged you about during the week which is possibly why you thought I didn't like it yeah um and then I had a chat with my nephew who is smarter than I am about all things including film and he pointed me towards a youtube channel called every frame a painting plug for that recommended for anybody listening and for all of you guys and the clip that he pointed me towards was one which is Edgar Wright and how he directs visual comedy And I had a bit of a look at that, and then I went back and watched the movie again, and I realised that the reason that I liked it is because it's funny, and it's really subtle, in how it's funny, and it's kind of innovatively funny. Um, I'm going to try not to riff on this for like 10 minutes. But I really struggle to find movies now, comedy movies, that that genuinely make me laugh, because a lot of them just seem to be people um, standing, standing around and shouting at each other, and sort of weird slapstick comedy. Whereas with this one... Going back and watching it a second time, I picked up a whole bunch of visual things, visual jokes and stuff that I hadn't spotted the first time round. obviously spotted. And it was all the stuff that I just thought was really amusing and was really interesting and made the characters really interesting. And that was kind of looking back at it and figured out, yeah, I liked it because of that, because it's a really clever comedy. And it's not just, you know, sort of hit you in the face with a pie, funny. And then laid on top of that, all the characters are really interesting. The bit with his mum at the end sort of is horribly sad. There are always spoilers in these podcasts. Um, yeah, that, that's, my, that's my 10 cent review of why I liked it. I feel like that the subtlety point with the comedy,
0: I think that's pretty true for most British comedies uh, compared yeah. to American ones. I mm-hmm. think yeah. that's why I prefer British comedies as well because it's exactly that. It's not um, staging a joke
2: necessarily. It's, it's a different type of humour.
0: Um, yeah, The British humour.
2: And you don't get the joke explained to you after someone's told the joke.
0: Yeah, I think that's what I'm trying to say.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know, that whole thing of, did you get that? That's hmm. why it was funny, and we we'll move on to the next one. Whereas this was just this whole stream of stuff that happens. And again, really interesting characters. Um, even the ones that I, did, well, the characters that I didn't like, like Ed, because really he's just so punchable the whole time. He just really wants yeah. someone to, to hey, wail on him hey with a cricket bat.
1: I'm right here, man. I'm right here. I know.
2: <laughs> that's the other reason I said it.
1: Hey, I I have a question. Uh, You're saying that your nephew is smarter than you. Uh, It's true. Should we all take a guess of how old Brian's nephew is? I'm going to go with seven. Three. Twelve. I know where every
2: single one of you lives. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I don't know where you live, Clayton, but I can figure that out. He's the closest to you. (laughs) He is. I'm going to stick with my answer of seven. (laughs) And all of you are crap at guessing. Thank you for de-aging I'm, me by about 20 years. I'm doubly crap because I've actually met him. You have, yes. And you know for a fact he's not seven. No. I did I say... Or, yeah. was, or you three. Maybe about 20, yeah? Uh, 25.
0: Yeah. And uh, future guests on the podcast, hopefully, if you're listening. Shout out for Jared. Yeah. Now you have to come on. Yeah. But he knows more than all of us, and the whole point of this is that we don't really know what we're talking about, so he might make this too good. <laughs> I,
2: I, I think a podcast where he spends the entire time telling us that we're wrong mm. why we're wrong would be really mm. good yeah i would listen to that
0: yeah <laughs> stay tuned listeners it's coming i'd just be He's sitting down on a grind don't, crying. <laughs> don't usually do that yeah but even worse you'll start earlier yeah good um okay clayton what were your thoughts?
3: Well, first off, can I have two hundred and ninety-five dollars, and we'll get Sean Austin to come on. Sean Aston. Aston to come on, and he can just pretend he's uh, Frodo because he's on cameo, but Frodo isn't.
0: No, I'll uh, take Sam. Hobbit's a Hobbit.
1: Uh, yeah. He's a Goonie, man. Oh yeah. I think the price will go up if you call him Sean Austin as well, though. Yeah, true. <laughs> probably put a probably put a one in front of the two ninety-five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: For that price, you can call him anything, even Frodo.
2: <laughs> oh. Okay, so... wonder if he ever gets that at cons. Hey, Frodo! I'm <sighs>
0: yeah.
3: the other Hobbit!
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was the two breakfast. Oh, no, he wasn't even that. Was he?
2: No, he that was one of the other two. I think he did all the cooking, so...
0: Yeah, I'll edit that out because that clearly shows we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> but, anyway, go, Clayton. I... Well, I enjoyed the movie. It was just about zombies. It was fun.
3: I thought... Mm-hmm. No, I thought, because it was a zombie movie, I thought thought it was going to be like World War Z. We told you it wasn't. Yeah, but I assumed that, okay, it, it may be. That we were um, lying. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. no, like, something where I had to actually fully pay attention to the storyline, and it was going to be really, really, really in depth. Have you watched World War Z? Yeah. But, okay. it, like, it's got a plot and everything, like, mm-hmm. it, it's... Completely different to this movie. This movie was just like, "Hey, zombies are here. We're just going to try and kill them, sweethearts." I'm going to enjoy the ride.
0: What did you think of the humor? Did you find it funny? Because it's completely different than.
3: Yeah, I enjoyed it. I like the um his fat friend.
0: Ed. Yeah. yeah he was funny.
3: <laughs> just because, like, <laughs> if 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 the zombie attack came, that's what I'd be doing. It's yeah. like everybody's turned to zombies. Let's smoke a little something and steal everybody's car. Sweet.
0: Actually, that's a point that maybe that's why I enjoy watching that character because it's Clayton.
3: <laughs> but no, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. It was fun. But it did remind me of Hot Fuzz though. At okay. the beginning.
0: Well, yeah, it's the exact same team. Yeah.
3: And I was like, oh, am I watching Hot Fuzz? And I was like, oh, no, no, it's completely
0: different, but sound a little bit different. Okay. So I want to ask a question to everybody. And I'm pretty sure, well, we've obviously all watched at least Hot Fuzz, if not all three of these movies.
1: Oh, there's only two of these movies, man. We don't yeah, I know,
0: right? We'll, we'll yeah, get on to that. Jesus. Uh, yeah, that, that was not a great uh, ending. Um, Dumpster fire. Anyway, we won't be too harsh, because maybe we want Simon Pegg on the show one day, no. Um, how much is not he, after, Clayton? Not
1: after Star Trek, man. Not after Star Trek.
0: I liked Star Trek. Oh! i believe today. a good Scotty. He is. And I like the third one that he wrote. Uh, so anyway, my question is: out of the three movies, is Shaun of the Dead your favourite, or not? No, Hot Fuzz first.
2: Really? No, hot Fuzz more.
1: Okay. Yeah. I have to go with go with Shaun. Same. Very, very, very close first. Very close first. But um, yeah, I just I yeah Shaun of the Shaun of the Dead. It just seems to me that. So I, haven't, I haven't really seen much of them in real not in real life I, yeah like they live next door but like got interviews and stuff but it seems to me like Shaun of the dead is basically simon pegg is playing simon pegg and nick frost is playing nick frost it was if they were if they were yeah. before they were before they were famous and if they flattered together or something but you can sort of get the feeling that that's that's who they are in a way you know what i mean yeah just the, basically not acting this acting as themselves and as they would probably interact in the in the real world
0: i'll jump over one of my trivia facts is that um sort of is that uh the two of them used to hang out at the same pub all the time just like these two do and it was edgar wright who kept telling them go somewhere different like liz does in this movie so you're not actually way off base at all that's exactly what it is nice nicely done way to trample over I, my trivia no um <laughs>
1: so, so. i was going to say something else that i don't know if I was going to trample over your trivia but isn't go the on. whole thing um essentially a, a metaphor for from dawn of the dead as in dawn of the dead zombie apocalypse is happening there's a bunch of people going oh my god what are we going to do we need to go somewhere where we feel safe so they go to a mall. And then they're in the mall, and then I can't remember the guy's name, but he basically goes out and essentially shops in the mall, and comes back to the woman. She's like, "What are you actually doing? This is like a zombie apocalypse." And he's like, "This is great. We've got everything we need. There's like appliances over here, and there's a food court over there." And and she's like, "Are you absolutely mental? Because uh, outside, it's sort of turning to shit, and it's kind of the same with Shaun of the Dead. Like, they where do we feel safe? Where do we feel secure? I know the pub." everything we need is here warm beer hog lumps and like a fruit machine that we can we can win money out of because that's really necessary in a zombie apocalypse
0: and twiglets (laughs) man i miss twiglets i love a twiglet Uh, can we try
2: and get the podcast sponsored by hog lumps (laughs) yeah or twiglets because i really (laughs) like twiglets twiglets. why not
1: (laughs) But yeah, I um I kinda yeah, I, I quite like that about it as well, like the, the parallels between whether it was like a nod or a Totally was. Um yeah. Um, the juxtaposition between the two films. It was uh That's a big word for a Friday. It is a big word. And cool. for a Darren. Yeah. yeah. It, That's a big you. word for it's a, my b- lifetime. It's a big word for idiot.
0: <laughs> <Right>. As <laughs> as we've determined you are. Um, so um, Oh jeez.
1: I told you you should invite me on here, eh?
2: Oh, I've lost my train of thought. Uh, could we maybe find out yeah, I'm gonna which find one is Clayton's favourite?
0: Yes. <laughs> Clayton, Hot Fuzz yep. or this one? Well, have you seen the uh, three?
3: No, nah, I've only seen Hot Fuzz and this one. Okay. But yeah. I thought Hot Fuzz had zombies in it, so... <laughs> <laughs> so, I yep. don't know. I like both of them equally. I'll, I'll just move with that.
0: Okay, I'm going to say Sean wins then. No. Yeah, because it got two votes. The other one... Didn't so. All right. I know maths is bad.
1: Who's banging around? Oh, I'm not on mute, am I? Scrap. Hang on.
0: Ugh, we've got to vet our guests more.
1: New guy. Hmm.
0: Oh, so, by the way, I uh,
3: Pig's <laughs> not on cameo.
0: Oh, he's not. Simon Pig. Oh, uh, Simon Pig's not on Oh, uh, Nick Frost. Nick Frost would be good. Oh. Hold up
2: Nick Frost. Hold up. Mike, you completely failed to mention that he was a Mission Impossible. <laughs> How could you of all people have We're not finished the podcast. But we were talking before, you were saying like, you know, he's in space and you liked Star Trek and completely blanked on Mission Impossible. Where were you? True. We? Mission Impossible is,
0: and I'm going to oh, put that. it out there into the world now, my favorite movie franchise. and I'm we, sorry, what? Yes. And we will be doing at least one of them on this podcast. My in son is spot. named after the main character of the the franchise, man. I love that franchise. And when Simon Pegg came in and they really started forming a team, it just got really good. But that's for another podcast. But yeah, good call. Calling me out on that. Thank you. Welcome. Okay, so... For me, because I guess I'm the only one who hasn't thrown in my two cents here. Yeah, I really like, like Darren said, the the nods to what it's um, paying tribute to. uh, Yeah, Dawn of the Dead and, and others. And I like the fact that the focus on this and actually all three movies of this quote trilogy is that it's the most slackery childish man babies who are the most ill-prepared people for this sort of thing to to come along to having to figure it out and especially in this movie their whole they're just obliviousness to the whole situation just cracks me up when he's going to the shop and there's bloody handprints on the fridge and then he slips on the floor, which is clearly supposed to be blood, and then there's literal zombies walking around. <laughs> he's just so oblivious to the whole thing. Uh, cracks me up so much. Um, I is really it, love... It's like, yeah.
1: Sorry, I was going to say, does that kind of make you think that in, in a way that Sean is actually a zombie as well? Because he's doing the same thing every day.
0: Oh, deep...
1: You know that what I mean? Like stuff. he's just he's just going going up the door. That kid's kicking the ball in his face. Goes to the shop and sees Mr. Patel. Picks up a coke can, looks yep. at it, puts it back, picks up another one, goes yep. and pays him his money. Then walks back home, sits on the couch.
0: That was actually so, my yeah. exact thought in in that so, opening scene. The first time he goes to the shop, yeah, was like, oh yeah, you're like a a, a zombie. A zombie um, to society. Exactly. Yeah, you have that sort of thing. And I thought that was a really cool little thing to,
2: again, like Brian said, not explain to you, just put in there. It's just there. Mm. Isn't that kind of like that with a lot of a lot of the initial setup as well? I mean, there's people standing at the bus stop, and there's the guy oh, pushing totally. the trolley around. And, yep. You know, and even when he's on the bus, it's kind of they're all kind of just being zombies or yep. you know spaced out kind of thing.
0: Mm. He, that you know, whole his, uh,
2: his
1: face when he's on the bus. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. That whole opening is really good, except for the scene in the alleyway where it's the mob of people, because I thought that was just too on the nose, yeah. that one
2: shot. Likewise. But yeah.
0: everything else was exactly that. It was like, oh, I see what you're doing. Um, see, we're not totally dumb. We we do get some stuff. We know some stuff. Mm. I read yeah. that online. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, four thumbs up, so that's good. Um, that sounds creepy. Four thumbs up.
1: Who don't give... Thumbs? What kind yeah, have we got, Mike, before, before Brian made it weird?
0: Yeah, I was going to say, don't give Darren an opening uh, as, as easy <laughs> whoa, as that. Whoa, whoa, yeah. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> oh, hang on. See what I did there? See, Can Open. worms no, everywhere. Oh, yeah. this, this is becoming a whole different podcast now. Te- so, teach so, me, Mike, teach me. No, no. We've got a reeler back in. All right. So um, one thing I really liked in this movie as well was um, the scene where they're walking to the Winchester, uh, oh, later in the movie and they bump into the, the twin uh, nice. group and yeah. the fact that a lot of them match up so you've got um, Simon Pegg and Jessica Stevenson from Spaced and then you've got Lucy Davis and Martin Freeman from The Office and then you've got Dylan Moran and and Craig from Black Books and I was like oh that's really cool it's a nice little... Um, oh, that's brilliant. I didn't know that. Hmm, nice little British sitcom. A lot of the stars in this movie are from, from British comedies. So it's it, it was really cool just how they matched that up as well. And then you've got Matt Lucas at the end of the twin group from Little Britain, uh, who's the, the Ed twin as well. So I jumped uh, into one of my trivia facts there because I was going to mention that later. But uh, that was a really cool scene. What I also liked was... Well, you said, Brian, before that you find it hard to find a movie that genuinely makes you laugh. Mm-hmm. Did you yeah. laugh out loud at any point in this movie? Yeah, yeah, lots of times. Um, can you remember what the first uh, thing in the movie is that makes you
2: laugh out loud? Um, to be honest with you, probably the run of the very first scene where um, Ed asks them if he can get them all a drink and I can't oh, repeat yeah. the line. Um, yeah. The <laughs> C word. That one. Mm. And uh, yeah. And even just, um, one of the best ones I think for me was when he's surfing through the... Um, through the channels and it's explaining the zombie apocalypse
0: that's really well done
2: I love that bit I really Mm. do and yeah that made me laugh
0: yeah where it cuts to channels and it's a a seamless narrative being told it's yeah it's really well done yeah Um, mine was and I like burst out laughing was it was a little bit later in but it was the scene where they find Mary in the backyard and This is showing their obliviousness to it, thinking she's just a drunk girl. And the part that made me laugh was when he pushes her over and she falls onto the pole and then she lifts herself back up and you just see Nick Frost in the background winding his camera, (laughs) like without even raising it, it's just like click, 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 click. And then Sean's like batting it out of his hand. Uh, Just so funny.
1: One of the things I really like about Simon Pegg, I find really funny. Um, in a slapsticky kind of way is mm. when he gets really angry or cross mm-hmm. um, like in the movie when he's trying to book the, the table at the restaurant and the guy tells him he's they're full and he hangs up the phone and then he basically puts the phone bites sideways the phone. And, and bites the phone. Mm. <laughs> that just makes me giggle. And um, the other one he's in um, Liz's apartment and uh, Dylan Moran sort of picking him apart of why he doesn't deserve to be with Liz and the yes. kind of way he and he tells him to, he sort of he sort of wants to say the f word really loudly and he sort of bites his bottom lip looks mm-hmm. up at the looks up the ceiling then tells him to to thing he says f you four eyes yes uh, that, that was quite funny i thought that made me laugh out loud one um, thing in that
0: scene that made me laugh was um when <clears throat> i think it's liz is list, listing off all the stuff he promised he would do in the relationship and he was like i did that yes no yes no whatever and then they said you'd give up beer for red wine and he was like yeah. <laughs> so it was a really non-committal answer. I thought that was so funny. Gone. Sorry, Darren. I cut you off.
1: All right. And um, the other one that always makes me laugh out loud is um, the flatmate. I can you remember his name. Peter Serafinovich. Um, yeah, yeah. When he, um, the last when they come home from the pub, drunk, and he um, he complains about the front door being open, and he shouts it, but there's a pause between. Who left the front? Someone's left the front door open. There's a pause, and then he shouts again. I don't know why, but that just makes me—that just makes a little bit of we come out every time I see that.
0: <laughs> uh, again, really, different type of podcast. Really, yeah. Yeah. This is really funny. I don't know what it is. I think um, one thing—one um, thing that was cool about that was uh, when Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, Ed and Sean, rather, uh, are on the couch, and they finally start to click that this is a thing that's happening with with the z word because we don't say zombies was that something came through their front door and it was they'd set that up the whole movie because they'd mentioned at least two or three times that the front door kept getting left open and so i thought that was a nice little uh, built-in thing to, to say why the zombie would come
2: in plus that guy's in the in the, the um guardians of the galaxy in- I was going to say in the supermarket um, oh, when he goes in to get the can of coke and all that he, he's actually he's in there behind him oh right oh really and then when he goes the second time he's kind of shambling his way down the street and so it's all nicely timed because oh. by the time he gets back then the guy wanders in because it's I, I think if, if I remember correctly like when he walk, goes to the to the shop the first time and there's people coming towards him, you know. And there's the sort of walking down the street in the background, all that kind mm-hmm. of thing. And then some of the same ones are there again, doing the same thing, but as Correct. zombies. Um, yeah, second time round, which I thought mm-hmm. was really cool. Just these, these little little bits, you know. these little little things that he throws in there. Yeah, one of the ones was the first time he goes to the shop before the zombie
0: apocalypse. There's a a jogger in a blue hoodie who runs past him. Yep. But then the second time he goes, when there is a zombie apocalypse, that same guy is running for his life past him. Yeah, instead of jogging, and I thought that was yeah. Those sort of things are really those
2: little marks, yeah.
0: Really nicely put in there. Yeah. One thing I was going to say to Clayton is because he's not talking is um, <laughs> the the guy who played their flatmate, the one yep. who doesn't like Ed. Did Please. you recognise him from Guardians of the Galaxy? No, but I think I know who he is. He's the guy that calls them a bunch of a-holes. Yeah. In the trailer. Yeah. Okay.
1: Isn't he play the the doesn't he play the tick in the live action series? He sure does. I still haven't seen that. It's really good. Can't as well as the cartoon though.
0: No, well, I also thought he wouldn't be able to do it better than Patrick Warburton did in the mm-hmm. previous live action version. Yeah. But he's very good. I'm a big fan of his. Off topic, but yeah.
1: who who have you guys have seen The World's End, which is the third one? Yeah, I have. Yeah. No. What did you guys what did you guys think about it? Like I I know you didn't like it but well, why why do you think it didn't it didn't work
0: for me? Correct me if I'm wrong, but because I've only watched it once, because I didn't want to watch it again, they they swapped the Simon Pegg and Nick Frost roles around.
2: Mm. Yep,
0: if I'm uh, not wrong, and yeah.
2: that just didn't work for me at all. Exactly the same reason for me. Oh, okay, I was thinking about that earlier. Yeah, mm. there's sort of I mean, in in Hot Fuzz they kind of level out a little bit, mm. and then by World's End they've flipped, you know and and yeah it,
1: it just threw it for me completely did Edgar Wright write write and direct The World's End as well
2: yes
0: all three well I think Simon Peer co-wrote all three as well he definitely co-wrote Shaun of the Dead
1: so yeah, I tried watching that again the other week and I just got about halfway through and kind of wanted to burn myself a cigarette so I switched it off
2: so what oh, you, was the reason you just turn the TV off it's, it's fine
0: <laughs> it's, it's easier and less <laughs> damaging turn the TV <laughs> off and carried on with the cigarettes
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> what, um, what was the reason Friday. you don't like it then
1: I don't know it just it just didn't it just didn't work none of the jokes landed um, mm-hmm. it was just really it I don't know it's just really lazily wrote um, the whole premise of the of the movie is just yeah it's just nothing nothing worked in it like yeah like you're saying that the roles of Simon Pegg and Nick Frost were reversed and it just doesn't it just doesn't work
0: I think also there was because this rumor of this Cornero trilogy was happening and right. everyone loved Shaun of the Dead, everyone loved Hot Fuzz, so there was so much anticipation and high expectations for the third one. And I guess they wanted to try something different and that was not the right time to do it. And I think the the third movie just fell flat and doesn't do, really get talked about. Do
1: you think as well that the, the studio that produced it or whatever basically just wanted to cash in on the success of... So I'm guessing Shaun of the Dead came out and everyone's like, "Oh, okay, Shaun of the Dead, that was a pretty, pretty good success, but they could never do it again." And then, then Hot Fast came out and this year is like, "Well, we need to, uh, we need to milk this cow for a for a third one as much as we can." And they're like, "We don't really care. We're just gonna we're just gonna throw some money at you guys and just make it happen." Yeah, because it just it seems like Edgar Wright and and Shaun Pegg wouldn't have. I don't know, it just seems like Sean, they, had nothing, they had nothing to do with it. Oh, Simon Pegg, sorry. Shaun <laughs> of the peg. <laughs> oh, that's good. Trademark <laughs> just, Heritage <laughs> Film Club. <laughs> but it just seems like they had nothing to do with it, you know what I mean? Like, they were in it, they started it, and they, they're they in the credits and stuff, but it, it hasn't got any... It doesn't smell like Simon Pegg or Edgar Wright at all, mm. if you know what I mean? Mm yeah i
2: can't remember any of that movie really you know there's like scenes from hot fuzz that i remember really well and, and scenes from from shawn of the dead that um that stand out but i can't really think of any scenes from world's end
0: yeah i'm the same it
2: sticks in my brain it's just it was just like flat you said flat before it's a really good word for it
0: yeah
2: did the aliens have blue blood
0: i feel like i remember that but this oh, movie's no, no, got like aliens it. in it yeah that's so yeah <laughs> so yeah, so Shaun of the Dead is zombies, yeah. uh, Hot Fuzz is a cult, yep. and The World's End is aliens. <laughs> awesome. Although I don't think you're supposed to know the aliens Oh, okay. at the beginning. So, spoiler. Also, we keep forgetting to say that at the start of all of these shows. <laughs> so, spoilers for Shaun of the Dead, which again is from 2004. So if you haven't watched in sixteen years, yeah, you've had plenty of sorry. Yeah. 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 Fair yeah, enough. You
1: yeah, you shouldn't have to call spoilers when you're talking about stuff like that, eh? Like Star Wars, like the original trilogy. Spoilers. Yeah. I'm like if you need to say spoilers you don't need, you need to you think you switch this fucking podcast off. Yeah,
0: I don't think anyone who hasn't watched <laughs> Star Wars would be listening to that podcast anyway. So um, Yeah. <laughs> I have it's two so
1: trivial. You need to rethink <laughs> well, your yeah.
0: life. <laughs> okay, Clayton,
3: go. Yeah, i got two questions for you. Yes. First off, you know at the beginning of this, you, think, you know when it starts when he goes from the house to the dairy, Yeah. and the guy's running with the dog? Barely. Oh, there's a guy running with the dog, mm-hmm. and in the next scene when he's a zombie, he's walking, but he's got the leash, but there is
0: no dog? Oh, he ate that dog.
3: Yeah, he ate that dog, eh? Oh, totally. Okay, sweet. <laughs> I just, I was wondering, I wonder if he did actually eat that dog. Someone ate that dog.
0: Yeah. Um, I was, yeah.
3: I was just saying My second question is if you were the main character,
0: mm-hmm.
3: you know, this, this, the, my favorite scene in the whole movie is the one where. Whoa, whoa,
0: the whoa. Mom. You're jumping ahead, but, mate.
3: Ah, it's all good. But you know, the scene <laughs> at, you know, the one where they're at the pub and the mum turned into the zombie yes. and he had to shoot the mum. Yes. Would you do that?
0: Dude, don't ask that question. Oh,
3: but, no, but if, but if it was a zombie apocalypse and they turned your loved one turned into a zombie, what would you do?
0: It's my mom. Um, I don't know. Like, well, you'd have to. Sorry, mum. <laughs> 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 you you, you got to shoot that zombie, man. Like it, every movie tells you that yeah, you got to shoot them before sorry. they come back, dude. Double tap, yeah. right? Double tap.
3: Exactly. I was like, yeah. oh, but it played very well on it. Uh,
2: to, to be honest I, I'd shoot you guys in a heartbeat oh well you do well zombies <laughs> yeah. or not but that's a tough question that one I know I but... did, I, this is probably a, a really bad question to ask but do you think at the end you know when you see them on the TV and, and they're all in zombie games on TV yes and the supermarket stuff whether he's thinking at any point shouldn't have shot my mum
0: because yeah, she could be on yeah. uh, Wipeout <laughs>
2: yes or <laughs> <Well,
1: laughs> yeah. she, she could be in the shed with, with um,
0: no I thought with that head. I thought that I thought as soon as he, um, it's revealed that he went back and found Ed and kept him as a pet, essentially. I was like, oh dude, your mum could have had (laughs) that life.
2: Yeah, she could have been playing too. You bastard. Yeah,
0: although again, like he (laughs) says. They could have been friends, they could have had friends in the shed. Like he said, when the excellent Bill Nighy, um, gets turned, he's like, he's not my dad. It was like, Sean is like, no, I actually mean it. <laughs> there's like nothing left of him in there. And then he turns the radio off,
2: yeah. which is just a great <laughs> joke.
0: And then um, they're like, all right, should we get going? Uh, because he knows he's just been proven wrong. But yeah, it's like that. There's there's nothing left of the person in there. They're a zombie now. So they're going to kill you. Your, your mum is not going to not kill you since she's a zombie. So... You know, double standards if you're not... Well, yeah. This is possibly the most philosophical discussion we've had on any of these so far. Yes, and oh. anyone listening, if you'd like to leave your thoughts on whether you'd shoot your mum in a zombie apocalypse... It or any not us like that. Assuming she's turned into a zombie, I'm not just saying you really don't like your mum.
3: Not,
0: mom. <laughs> yeah. not house. your mum. Just your loved ones. And also, we're not advocating going and shooting your mum. This hey. is a purely hypothetical if yourself, there was like... a zombie apocalypse <laughs> if there was a zombie apocalypse and one of your loved ones doesn't have to be your mum turned into a zombie what would, would you, you pull the trigger or use the cricket bat hey, so, or, first, or
1: the though.
0: Shade album or the Shade album I was going to talk about that too <laughs> Yeah. do you know she's the um, She they actually contacted her and she told them which album to chuck really? yeah they they reached out to quite a few artists and they said she was the only one who actually got back to them and recommended which album to throw.
2: Brilliant. Did you Prince about the Batman soundtrack? No, but yeah, good call. Good call um, on throwing that though. Mm, but also, although
0: that is a classic scene, which I felt went longer when I from memory than it did when I watched it now, but um, what were records ever going to do? It's, what, yeah. they're, they're not sharp, it's not the like concept, it's a, The concept's there. So oh, it's, I, it's funny, but it's never going to do anything. Like, not even one of the broken ones, like, sticks into a zombie. Like, nothing happens. It's fantastic. I,
2: I enjoyed yeah. watching the, the, the clearly rubber props bouncing off the zombies. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, it <laughs> was fun. Yeah, <laughs> that, that toaster is not metal.
0: No, and some of the cricket bat
2: scenes when they uh, run out of Liz's
0: apartment, some of those hits yeah. those are... Uh, not connecting they're as good as watching wwe um and watching non-connecting punches and stuff what you mean that stuff's not real hey hey what? i never said that it's predetermined doesn't mean it's not real is it my turn to get fired from the podcast
2: this time around instead of clayton it's you're getting very close i'm getting there huh
0: yeah <laughs>
3: <It's>
2: working. <laughs> yeah.
0: me and clayton are wrestling fans man you're, you're talking to the wrong people so, hey,
3: each in a row, everybody can have their own opinion.
0: Not Brian, about wrestling. Wrestling is I, real. I vote
3: for you to stay. Wrestling not is not real. My Thank you, goddamn podcast. Yeah. Yeah,
2: see, <laughs> this is why I don't cast my vote to fire you every single time, Clayton. You're a good man.
0: Thank yeah. you. Oh, and I initiate all these calls, so I can't be fired. Otherwise, there'd be no podcast, so I can say what I want.
2: Time for a coup.
0: <laughs> yeah, time for a coup. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Um... It's not, it's not coming up as my favourite scene because I'm not jumping head like Clayton. But one scene that was really cool was the the Queen scene, the um, "Don't Stop Me Now" scene, which apparently took, what was it, like a week to film. They they're in the Winchester for like a week, and they had to wear earbuds so they could get the timing right because obviously you can't play the music on set. I thought that was really enjoyable too. The fact that the first time the jukebox comes on uh, is "If You Leave Me Now," I think. Yep. Was the song? Yep. And then it's like. Who put this on? It's on random. And then later on, the same exact thing happens. But then it's like the most happy, bouncy uh, song, to use Darren's word, in juxtaposition of the scene or what's happening. It's uh, just hilarious. Hey, in this movie, mm-hmm. I may have
3: interpreted it wrong. Was loud music supposed to actually like hurt the zombies
0: or make them not concentrate? No, I think it was more attracting their attention. That's ah, why they okay. tried to shut it off. Oh. Because as soon as they, as soon as that happens, you start seeing the silhouettes at the um, the window in the classic Dawn of the Dead
2: style. How creepy is the bit where he's playing with the lights? <clears throat> Excuse me, he turns the lights on and he sees them in the in the back door. Oh my gosh! Door. Yes, very well done. And he just pulls the shade down, which I think is a genius thing to do.
0: And then his like, like legit, he can act. Like when he comes out from that oh, yeah. scene, and he's just like beside himself, and he's trying to be composed, and he's like. Something bad's happened, or whatever he says, and um, and then explains it to him. But there's quite a few scenes in here. I've, I thought Simon Pegg did a really good job, man. Like with just subtle emotional stuff as well,
2: especially around with his mum and
0: and all of that stuff.
2: And he genuinely shows how he changes and kind of man's up, if you like, totally. Um, to become you know the hero of the thing, even though he leads them back, you know,
3: especially from start A. Eh? Yeah. Although,
0: although
2: because
3: he's
0: a slacker, right? Better than Ed counter-argument is that he doesn't actually change because they still go to the Winchester. But yeah, there's definitely a character arc. For but him. he had a plan. He had a plan.
3: <laughs> That's all that matters. He had a plan.
0: Yes. Unlike um, Ed, who doesn't change at all through the whole movie. No. But we'll give him credit. That was a really good Clyde
2: impression from Every Which Way But Loose. Brilliant Clyde impression. It was very good. I have a question. We've established good. clearly that uh, Darren... Is Ed? Hmm. So which characters are we?
0: Man, I'm definitely not Sean sure, because I couldn't lead anything. I'm probably more yeah, like yeah. Dylan Moran's character.
1: Damn it! not mine.
0: Oh, was that yeah? yeah. You, Actually, uh, yeah, no, yeah, Brian, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was
1: gonna, gonna say Mike. Mike's Mike. You're not a twat, so.
0: Yeah, well, thanks. Hmm. But um, <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, I don't know. That's hard one because shot there's only one guest, Darren. Yeah, no, not anymore. <laughs> um, I'm just thinking though. Three I've been replaced. <laughs> there's there's three guy characters, and I don't really feel like I um identify or... as any of them. Well, what the... right. what who you, you
2: counting as the fourth one? You could be Bill Knight. You
3: could be his mum. And, and then the flatmate. Yeah. You have a flatmate, and then the uh, his girlfriend's flatmate. What about Philip?
1: Might could be Philip, keeping everybody in line.
0: I. Turn it down. Get off my lawn. I loved you, Sean. I just wanted someone for you to look up to. And I thought I could be that guy. Um, I love Bill Nighy so much. Even though he's the same in every movie. Yeah. I love him so much. He was brilliant. Like, seriously. I'm happy to see him. Clayton, you've seen him in Love Actually, surely?
3: Yeah. I'm going to beat Blue.
0: He is so good in that movie. (laughs) Underworld. Oh, underworld as well. yep. Yeah. that's a oh. that's a bit of a different character for him. Yeah, so he was he was good. Um, it was actually a really good cast this movie. I got I got
1: a question for everybody. Mm. Yep. Um, if the zombie apocalypse happened today or tonight, so Sean and Ed go and get a spade and a cricket bat. That's the closest thing to hand they can they can find in their in their shed. If you guys had to go to your shed and and choose a weapon to fight the zombie apocalypse and get to the Winchester, what would it be?
0: How far is the Winchester?
1: Uh, five kilometers. Five point three kilometers.
0: Okay, so for me, I wouldn't want to be having to get within arm's reach. So it has to have something with, um, with range. weapon. A ranged weapon. Well, yeah, but still handheld. So, oh, a sledgehammer would be good, or, okay. or a, um, hedge trimmer, a battery-operated one that doesn't need a power cord, as long as it's charged up. Is a good last five kilometers then i can just mow through zombies huh. see what you did there i don't see what i did what did i do mow through them bit of yard work oh uh, right gotcha see i am dumb i don't even get my own jokes see you said you like subtle yeah <laughs> <laughs> i am too subtle for myself you With... are. Yeah. You are. okay so anyway everyone else can answer the question now
2: or we can leave a whole lot of dead air. Some podcasts, <laughs> to speak. Mm. I, don't, I, don't to go to the, I don't have to go to the shed for mine because in the house
1: I have a Thor hammer. I, just, I thought you were going to uh. say in the house I have power tools. I was going to be like, well,
0: uh, power <laughs> <thing> tools. <laughs> Hang on, but is that Thor hammer?
1: What is it made of? Uh,
2: whatever it is, it's heavy. Okay. It's got a good, solid, decent length handle, good swing. Yeah, I can go with that. What you really need is the real Thor hammer
0: that can sort of control itself. You can chuck it. And then it'll come
2: back. Why am I running from the zombie apocalypse if I'm near? You'll just be calling (laughs) down lightning, depending on you know how Mm. you want to say it.
0: No, that's correct. Okay.
2: Meow meow. Yeah.
0: Yeah meow meow. (laughs) Um, Clayton. It depends because I wouldn't be
3: walking to start with. I'd take my car and just run (laughs) over everybody. (laughs) <laughs> see? So, see no, car, this guy uh,
0: this guy thinks uh, outside the box. Only one of us is surviving uh, the zombie apocalypse.
2: Yeah. And it's I've got
0: <laughs> i got a golf club, and I've got a slingshot. Hang on, so, you're not allowed a yeah. car because the whole point was... Um, hey, why did they get out of the car? Just because of Philip. Yeah, I've got no
3: zombies in my car, it's just me.
0: Philip, I know why Clayton's I got feel like caps.
3: I'm plowing everybody was down. Is no
0: one, no one going to ask this question? I feel like you're playing the game, you're sort of playing it a bit, like... Alright, well if I'm walking, I've got nunchucks, a golf
3: club and a slingshot, I've got a whole heap of lighters, on the way to the Winchester I'm robbing an <laughs> alcohol shop, getting a whole heap of alcohol, because I've got a backpack, so I can light stuff, blow stuff up and get drunk on the way.
1: I okay, think so Clayton's Clayton's planned this out before this podcast yep, even started. Because
3: eh? if I'm going to be turning into a zombie, I'll be wasted. So, like, you know what? Take me. It's all good. <laughs>
1: it zombie sounds like
3: Apocalypse.
2: Clayton had some coming to your place.
1: <laughs> yeah, it sounds like Clayton got a go back
2: already. <laughs> <laughs> By man. the way, John McLean of, of Zombie Apocalypses, Clayton, you are so ready. <laughs> it's got a survival nice. pack. If yeah,
3: I had a yeah. gun license, I'd have a gun, but I don't have a gun license. So,
0: hey. Eh? <laughs> But that's the thing. Much like Britain, we can't really have guns or well, not automatic weapons anyway. I think we will need to buy a shotgun.
2: That should not be the the prime takeaway from this podcast. Is buy a shotgun? No, I'd want something like especially not automatic. any of us.
0: Okay, so actually <laughs> like <a>
2: machine gun. <laughs> so actually, for anyone
0: listening again, question number two: What would your weapon of choice be? So this is quite an interactive podcast. If people decide to comment back, and the weapon has to be in your house. It has to be something legit. Like you can't just make something up, like Thor's hammer. Although Brian actually legit does have a Thor hammer. Make something up.
2: Thank you. Mm-hmm.
3: Is yeah. it like a legit hammer that you can pick up and swing around? Yeah. It's like not it's made. a replica. It's
2: collectible if you like. Yeah, but you know. Oh. I, I would use it as a as a hammer for head. Is to. it heavy? Yeah.
0: Would you though? Because it's kind of decrease the value. You've already taken it out of the box,
1: but... Yeah, I was just, just going to say, I'm, like, yeah. I'm,
2: I'm, ha- I'm having my arm chewed
1: off. But I, I really still don't want to take like... this
2: thing I don't want to unbox the hammer. Really? Yeah, <laughs> I was just going to no. say. I was
1: just going to say. <laughs> I still feel... Let's not, let's not lose our common sense <laughs> we here, can't people. Unbox Leave not, it in just, the goddamn just, box. Just a shade
2: yeah. of perspective here. Okay. No, okay. I feel apocalypse. like... No, I feel like
1: Brian
2: Lincoln would keep It's not a winter box anymore. Yeah, yeah, worst zombie apocalypse ever. So... <laughs>
0: i i feel like brian wouldn't risk that it's it's just gonna devalue it
2: there's only one way to know yeah zombie apocalypse yeah it's only what do if you it keep ever happens hammer
3: on your coffee table do i what sorry do you keep the Thor hammer
2: on your coffee table no because then i wouldn't be able to see the tv it's we, like it's life what? size
3: yeah but it's where do you i i get that it's life size right but where do you keep it
2: it's in the spare room in oh, a box yeah it is oh, in the it's, box it's, it's, it's in a box it it's, it's been out of the box it's been to work oh. hold up is it know, on not, display not like for meetings or anything we had a day um a thor day it was halloween I took oh, all, day. i took it in for halloween
0: thor's day yeah um do you have oh. it on display or anything or no?
2: <laughs> display for who is only me here
0: yeah that's come like my like house. It's, when it's, when the ladies come <laughs> yeah, round. <the> <laughs> yeah all the all the dead hookers aren't interested
2: I don't want your leftovers, Darren.
3: Yeah. I'm just like, if I had a Thor's hammer, it would be on my like coffee table like that. Thor's hammer.
2: No, because yeah. then your kids would play with it You too have much. two small boys. What would they do with Thor's yeah. hammer?
3: Oh, they'd swing it around, but then their Thor knock each other out
0: with <laughs> it.
2: Yes. Okay. I'm going to reel it back in because I feel like we've gone
0: way Did off you? on a tangent. And we're getting quite late into the podcast, so let's um, take a, a pause for a minute and should we do some trivia? Yeah, bring
1: it.
3: Here's the facts.
0: Okay, so I've got a few more than usual because I couldn't decide which ones I liked more than the others, but we've talked about some of them already, so I'll just blast through them and you can give your comments if you have any. The epi- uh, the movie is actually inspired by an episode of Spaced um, from series one, which was called Art. And there's a scene in that where Simon Pegg's character, Tim, takes bad drugs and stays up all night playing Resident Evil 2. And it causes him to hallucinate that he's fighting real, actual zombies. And after the episode was filmed, Edgar Wright said, why don't we just make a zombie movie? So that's the impetus of Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, so uh, a sequel was considered at one point, and it would have probably focused on vampires instead of zombies. And it would have been called From Dust or Sean.
2: <laughs>
0: and if you don't want that movie just because of the title, then you suck. So, because that is fantastic. Um, but even cooler than that was if you watch Spider Man Into the Spider Verse, there's a billboard in Times Square for From Dust or Sean.
1: No face. Nice.
0: Because apparently one of the directors of uh, Spider Verse contacted them and said if you did an alternate universe sean of the dead what would it be and he let them use from dust to sean brilliant
1: one so. thing I, I liked about hot fuzz when he's going through the supermarket chasing the shoplifter um when the shoplifter makes the bolts for the door um simon Pegg's character is looking at a dvd from the bargain bin mm-hmm. and he throws it in the bargain bin that's actually sean of the dead it's like a, just oh. like yeah, a nice. couple of frames and then he mm-hmm. runs off and chases the shoplifter
0: <laughs> very good <laughs> Okay, so as we mentioned, this is part of what's called the Three Flavors Cornetto Trilogy. The Cornetto thing started because that was in real life Edgar Wright's hangover remedy. He would go and get a Cornetto, so they decided just to put that in the movie, but then obviously became a thing that led to a trilogy. It's called the Three Flavors Cornetto Trilogy because each of the three movies has a Cornetto pop up, but even better than that is that each cornetto in each movie is color themed to the movie so it's a strawberry cornetto in this movie because red like zombies and blood and stuff it's vanilla and hot fuzz because the rap is blue and white like the police and the mint one in uh the world's end because green is like aliens that was the other thing though but feel nobody my trivia facts
1: the... just bomb gone <laughs> nobody went red to or. the shop to get a cornetto in the world's end the only the only um, reference to the Cornetto was right at the end when the some rapper kind of big, big whirlwind yeah, and the rapper just flies past the screen
0: yeah but then it does Which show it? Nick Frost sort of want it
1: as he goes past. yeah it was a bit lame though
0: it was it was just yeah it was they had to put it in
1: yeah
0: and that's how they chose to do it okay Damn. so um, I already said that sort of based like Darren said on some Pig and Nick Frost Hanging out at their local pub constantly Their local pub in Highgate Was called the Shepherds And the owners of that Pub in real life were called John and Bernie Who the owners of The Winchester are named after
1: So it was a nice And they actually referenced the Shepherds as well in the movie Mm -hmm. Right at the start when they um, When he says oh we should go to the Winchester And Liz sort of disagrees And they said oh we can go to the Shepherds Because they do tie in there now
0: Oh, you're right.
2: Yeah, oh, brilliant. Yeah. I
1: didn't know
0: that. Yeah. And actually, um, The Shepherds, which is not called uh, The Shepherds anymore, but not far away from that is a pub called The Winchester. And they claim that that's what the one in Shaun of the Dead is based on. But Simon Pegg has straight up said, no, that's not true. It's definitely The, the Shepherds. Um, so this movie came out in 2004, as we said, but so did the remake of Dawn of the Dead and Universal Pictures was the international distributor for both. They only agreed to take on Shaun of the Dead if they'd wait for two weeks after Dawn of the Dead premiered so they wouldn't step over each other. And of course, Dawn of the Dead was the the bigger one of the two, I guess. Not looking back now, Shaun of the Dead's definitely... but at the time. And of course, that Dawn of the Dead was directed by everyone's favourite director, Zack Snyder, and written by James Gunn and I've talked about the reunions in there from all the sitcoms so that's cool we can skip over Um, the zombie extras in the movie were mostly fans of Spaced and they were found in like fan forums and stuff they put out a notice saying we need extras to be zombies in our movie and thousands of people turned up and because you have to pay extras they just paid them one pound a day (laughs) huge person oh that's awesome because those people just wanted to be there anyway to do it (laughs) That's all my facts that I'm going to throw out there for this movie. What was, was... everyone's favourite scene? Well, we know Clayton's, but
2: Brian? My favourite, other than the fact that I really love the bit where he jumps over the fence or tries to jump over the fence. That's great. Cracks me up. And, and it's in, also in Hot Fuzz. He does it again in Hot Fuzz, of course, mm-hmm. yeah, and nails it, lands it, um, is the plan. Mm-hmm. And with are just running through that, that scenarios of how they go to... Um, Gotta get his mum And they gotta get Liz And they're just also Delighted to be there Like his mum's got A big smile on her face They're running Running around the place You know He picks up Liz And she's got this Big grin on her face And just everybody It's this wonderful Fantasy thing Of the rescue And that just cracks me up That's I like, my favourite bit
0: I like that They do it Three or four times And each time It gets faster And more mm-hmm. concise More of Yeah exactly And they have tea
2: And they have tea Because or drink Because we're through Winchester you can't get more British than a cup of tea. Completely. And Wait for this all to blow over. For now. That's me, Darren.
1: Ah, it's a hard one, eh? Um, I'm not too sure. Uh, it's hard to pick one. Uh, probably, I think it's probably his routine of going to the shop, and it's and all it's and all it's um, different scenarios of, of the varying degree of the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, that was that was quite I quite like that one. But yeah, it's hard to pick just one sort of scene because there's just so so many good parts in it. So many funny parts, so many, yeah, kind of sadish parts. and Yeah, I, I can't really pick one, to be honest. So the whole movie is your answer? Yeah, the whole movie is one big, awesome scene. Okay.
0: Mine I already mentioned before as well, but I didn't say it was my favourite scene. It's the, the Mary scene, the drunk girl in the backyard scene. When they're first there and he's just like, there's a girl in the garden... And then they go out there and she's got her back turned to them and then when she starts to turn around and she's sort of like or whatever and the look on their face like they've just realized but then they break and go she is so drunk and then you realize they still really are oblivious to the whole thing it's just fantastic and then as i said when ed winds his camera or they first they take that photo together and then uh, when he goes to do the second one after she comes up off the pole so that's my favorite scene. But like Darren said, there's so many to choose from.
1: I have just had a thought, actually. One thing I do really like who mentioned is when they're going through the gardens and um, they're just about at the Winchester and and Pig goes, I'm going to have a look. Here. Yes. The coast is clear. And he walks yes. up the top of the slide, <laughs> comes back down and they say, is the coast clear? And he's like, no. And he's like, are there zombies over there? And he's like, lots. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and that's another thing, as I said before, like with his acting, his yeah. facials and that are just so well done
1: that's a, that's something that really makes me laugh out loud yeah that was really good just... you can still see his feet at the top of the frame and he like climbs steps up and he's like a pause then he steps down mm-hmm. <laughs> that's brilliant
0: so who's everyone's mvp because i'm having a bit of a struggle with this question because everyone was just so good like cast wise everyone was on point point. and i think brian said that at the beginning
2: i, I think overall for me it's Boring as it sounds, it's Simon, it's, um, Simon Pegg. Yeah, because I like, think he's just fantastic through the whole thing. But, but everybody gets a moment. I think where where they're awesome. You know, Di she gives a little uh, acting masterclass trying yeah. to get them to become zombies, and that's really cool. Um, when Sean really has a go at Ed, finally, with the phone goes off. You know, and he's talking on the phone when they're trying to get into the pub, yeah, and just thing. the look on his face. And he does it in the in the car as well. At one point, he yells at him, and he's just this look on his face, like he's being just, you know, almost like he's being physically hit by being yelled at. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think Nick Frost is brilliant at that. Um, I'd like say everybody gets a moment at some point or another, but overall,
0: it's Sean. That's one other scene I liked is when um, they turn up to, to Sean's mum's house and he sees that Philip has a jag and he really wants to drive it. And when Sean comes back out of the house, oh. he's gone and crashed the car on purpose. And he's like, "Ah, oh, I crashed it. And he's like, you were parked. And then you realise he did it on purpose because he wants it's to drive the jet, oh, that's so good. Clayton. Oh, Ed. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Any reason, or you just like the
3: character? Oh, I just love the character. Yeah. I was just like, you know, like, if you took that, if you took him away, it, yeah, I just enjoyed
0: him. I think also, Sean is a much better character than Nick Angel from Hot Fuzz. Because he's almost too straight in Hot Fuzz, mm. whereas in this he's—he's he's he is the straight guy of the two, but he's still not really that straight, if that makes mm. sense. I think he's a much more relatable or likeable character.
2: Funny almost. and flawed in this mm. one, I think. Yeah, you say Nick Angel, you say he's a bit of a bit of a straight arrow. Well, Nick Angel's not a man-child, where
0: Nick Frost's character in Hot Fuzz sort of still is, mm. but in Shaun of the Dead he's totally a man-child. Did Darren go?
1: Uh, not yet. Uh, I'm going to go with Ed because because you're um, Ed. <laughs> because yeah, exactly. No, but um, yeah, Simon Pegg obviously is the MVP of the movie. But um, all through the movie, the only really when you boil it down, he's only doing what he's doing for Ed. Ed's Ed's his motivation through the whole thing. Yep. So everything that he does, whether it's to do with Liz, whether it's to do with uh, his flat, whether it's to do with his life, it's to support Ed. So Ed's essentially his his motivation for the whole for the whole film, mm. um, cause because everything he's everything he's doing, he's, he's basically like Ed's. He's his he's his best mate. He's his dad. He's his mum. He's his you know significant other if you like but um
0: well he is yeah. in that classic scene where he's like the, the cool is broken it's a little bit warm thanks babe
1: yeah some, 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 but yeah. yeah everything that he does essentially like there's a you know there's liz and there's his but really at the end of it everything that he's doing is to protect ed
2: even keeps him in the shed at the end
1: exactly that's so like, all, before yeah. before the movie all mm. he's doing is doing everything to make to, to take care of ed through the movie, he's taking care of Ed, and then after the movie, he's taking care of Ed.
0: It's huh, an interesting
1: Ed's, take. Yeah, Ed's no. Ed's always in the forefront of his, of his of his thoughts and who he's looking out for. Because yeah, like with his with his, his mum, he's concerned about Philip a bit more than about his mum. If that makes sense, you know what I mean. Like when he goes to rescue his mum, his mind's on Philip, not really his mum, but he wants to kill Philip because he's well, there.
0: Well, no, it's also about protecting his mum from her zombie husband but yeah it's presented as Elizabeth being the motivation for the whole movie but yeah it's an interesting take okay i normally go crew but now for the second week in a row i'm gonna go cast and it's um yeah i have to say simon pig too but it's sort of a crew one as well because he he co-wrote it so he was able to write to his strengths or you know things he wanted to act so yeah simon pig for me as well right on so good chat so yeah. four thumbs up for um, Sean of the Dead. Third time I've said that. We don't need to expand on it anymore. And thanks for Darren for joining us. Thanks for having me. Hope you had some fun. Right.
1: And um, hope you'll I only outcome. dropped one F-bomb as well, which is not too bad. I didn't you even said, notice. We said we're allowed one because it would have be been M-rated, so I managed to slip one in there.
2: Lower uh, than your average, so good work. We've got, the, <laughs> we've got the...
0: We've got the big red E on our podcast anyway, so... Technically, there's no rules. We're just trying to be good. Um, oh, you didn't tell me that at the start. No, no, because I knew you'd, <laughs> you'd ruin take, everything. Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> we nice. yeah,
1: Burn the place to the ground. Exactly. <laughs> uh,
0: so, um, hopefully, um, we can get you back on if you're uh, no, wanting to come back on. And um, I'd love, I'd love to burn the place to the ground. Yeah, <laughs> I shouldn't have told him if he's going to come back. Uh, okay. So, should I tell you what next episode's movie is going to be?
1: You must, please please do
0: please alright as we've said before you haven't got a choice because you have to watch it are you going to build it up for us? Um, you gonna no, like I'm not going to build it up because yeah. uh, it annoys that, me when that, you guys drag that's it a up. a bad sign but I am going to say that I went back and forth so much on what my choice was going to be for different reasons so one movie that I had locked in before we decided to have Darren on but then because of Darren's choice I thought it was too similar and then I settled on another movie, but then I felt there were similarities between my first choice from last time, so I just kept going back and forth and back and forth until just before this podcast I finally made a decision
1: I thought you said you weren't going to build it up
0: I'm not building up the movie, I'm building up the how I got to it (laughs) so, the movie is Falling Down Say what? It's called falling down it stars michael douglas and it's directed by everyone's other favorite director joel schumacher (laughs) don't let that fool you though don't let that fool you because this is not like anything anything (laughs) easy for done so we're going to watch falling down so we'll see you back in two weeks until then you can follow us on instagram for movie news and updates on the podcast at heritage film pod you can follow us on Twitter, also at HeritageFilmPod. And we're now on Facebook, guess what, at HeritageFilmPod. And yes. if you want to leave us a message or, or answer our questions, would you shoot your zombie mum? And what's your weapon of choice in a zombie apocalypse? Or if you have any comments on the show, Shaun of the Dead or Falling Down, hit us up on Gmail, which is HeritageFilmPod at gmail.com or go to anchor.fm slash heritagefilmpod and leave us a voice message. Uh, If you'd like to subscribe to our podcast, that'd be awesome. And if you'd like to leave us a review, especially a five-star one, that'll be double awesome. So, until next week with Falling Down, thanks again to Darren, and we'll see you next time. So, what's the plan?
2: Right.
1: We take Pete's car, we drive over to Mum's. we go in... Take care of Philip. I'm so sorry, Philip. Then we grab mum, we go over to Liz's place, pole up, have a cup of tea, and wait for all this to blow over. Why have we got to go to Liz's? Because we do. She dumped you. I have to know if she's all right. Why? Because I love her. If you like the show, please subscribe. You can follow the show on
0: Twitter at, at Heritage Film Pod, or drop them an email at, heritagefilmpod
1: at gmail.com. That's the end, Frank, for listening.